Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a US-based restoration specialist on your team, You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. to the Rugby Pass podcast. Uh, the November internationals are underway. Mills Molina and Scotty Stevenson joining you uh, this morning. We're going to talk about the All Blacks against the Barbarians. Just review that weekend that was and also look ahead to the French test this weekend. And to help us doing do that, Millsy, it's uh, a man who uh, you played a bit of footy with mm. and uh, who's now earning squillions of francs uh, playing in France. It's uh, Colin Slade joining the Rugby Pass podcast. Good day, Slady. G'day, mate. How are you? Thanks for the intro. Yeah, uh, that's all right. Uh, you're playing pretty well too, mate, which has come as a surprise to all of us who know you. So um, that, that's obviously going great for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's going all right. Got a good, got a good crew here and uh, makes life a bit easier, I suppose, having a couple of English boys uh, around me to, to speak with as opposed to just a, a bunch of Frenchies. So. Yeah, no, enjoying my time. Yes, yeah, so I was just just on that. Have you? I mean, have you adapted well to the French lifestyle? You you spoken there yeah, just about, um, you know, it's good to have a couple of sort of English speaking boys. But have you adapted well in terms of the language and and I suppose the, the style of football as well compared to New Zealand? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I think it's. Uh, I think you're always learning and adapting and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, I can I can go out there and order a beer or a coffee and and that sort of stuff. But uh, you know. If I, I get into a conversation with the with the French um, a local Frenchie or something like that, I, I get lost pretty quickly. So um, <laughs> yeah, language is getting there, but you know, and I mean, to be honest, the rugby is pretty similar too. You know, you can uh, you can can be quite complicated and things like that. You can try and you know do the language and stuff, but you just go out there and play footy, and uh, you know, I think everyone gets on on the same page pretty quickly. It's um, certainly challenging um, playing with different different people and different ideas and things like that, but. Uh, no, we're making some good strides. The team's getting better, and, and yeah, like I mentioned, we've got a, a good good Kiwi crew here too. So um, we're always sort of learning and um, and helping those guys as well. Slady, for those who don't know, um, just explain to us um, your club and, and the setup there, and, and who's pulling the strings uh, and the coaching staff. Um, yeah, so um, I play for Po. It's on uh, the team in southwest of southwest of France. It's uh, you know, it's a, a team that. I suppose three three years ago now, I think they're in, in Division Two, and, and um, so now we're sort of mixing it with, with the bigger clubs. And um, yeah, we're, we're getting a few uh, bigger names. We've got um, obviously Conrad here, it's Conrad Smith here as well, and um, Tom Taylor, Jamie McIntosh is another one, um, Daniel Ramsey. Um, so we've got a, we've got a good uh, Kiwi what? crew here. Is, is what um, Ma- McIntosh is there? Is he? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, what? what's here? Yeah, what's running the cutter? How did he yeah. get a gig over there? Yeah, hey. How the heck did he get a gig over there? Good. He's going good, like on it and on off the field. Um, <laughs> he's, he's a single man here at, at the moment, and uh, he's certainly enjoying his time and, and experiencing the culture as best as he can. So, 
Um, no, what, what's uh, what's been what's been bloody good for us? So um, yeah, he, he, no, it's, uh, he it's got a good a, crew, and he got a joker with the uh, Carl Heyman card, didn't he? He pulled the Carl Heyman card. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose that it's all about who you know, isn't it? In rugby, <laughs> in rugby circles, and I suppose it worked out for Wolf in that in that case. Obviously, uh, you're having Carl here and and Simon Mannix is an, uh, our coach, um, and he's a Kiwi, obviously, and um, so he's got. Uh, you know, um, pulls the strings, I suppose, as, as you said, and um, between you know him and him and Conrad, I suppose, Conrad sort of dipping his toe in the water with the coaching sort of side of things, and um, he's still playing at the moment, but I think he's you know over the next couple of months, I suppose, is going to consider whether he transitions into the into the coaching side of things too. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting, but uh, strong Kiwi influence and makes it uh, better for the wives and, and things like that off the field. No, Slady, so. Being the November internationals, obviously the All Blacks are playing um, a French side this weekend. Do you guys get a week, you know, the the month off while these um, internationals are going on? And sort of, what can you tell us about, you know, some of the the, the French guys that perhaps a lot of people here in New Zealand don't don't really know about? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I saw that interview with Luke Romano that uh, he didn't know anyone in the opposition, so um, I'm assuming the general public won't either. So, um, <laughs> yeah, look, the Frenchies. Yeah. We, I mean, we get yeah. Sorry, first question. We we do get the week off, but we um we get just the one week off. We sort of go back into it uh, the week after, so it can work in our advantage playing playing a few of the bigger teams without mm. their French players. And um yeah, so yeah, it's that's your first question. The second one, I suppose, uh, how the French is going to go and things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, well, the French, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a lottery to be honest. But even from um, playing together, I think. I think people know that they've got this sort of uh, this style of play that's a little bit unpredictable, and I mm-hmm. think um, even themselves they sort of buy into it a wee bit, and it's always quite hard to hard to tell. Um, I suppose that this, this is their first game um, this weekend, and I think they went to the winter camp uh, last weekend. So, yeah, I mean, it's anyone's guess. Uh, I probably feel like I said just as unsure as, as anyone else about how they're going to be, but uh, you know, I think with French rugby, I think the talent's here. It's just uh, the hardest things, I suppose pulling a, a team together and getting a, a style and a, and a pattern that uh, that suits them. Because, um, I mean, within France, you've got so many different clubs with, with, with different influences. You know, obviously, we've got New Zealand influence. You've got Montpellier, they've got a South African influence. So all the all the French rugby teams play a slightly different brand. And um, I, I think that's probably why they, they struggle to come together. And, uh, yeah, but look, you, you never know. You could, you, I could be wrong. You turn out there and they play a blinder and, and beat the All Blacks. It's a, it's a possibility. Um yeah. But um, I think the All Blacks will benefit from having a bit more time together. Slady, finally from us, mate, if there, if there was a couple of French players that we all had to look out for this weekend, guys that uh, you've gone around with or played against, um, who would you think would be the two guys in that French selection this weekend? I know the team's not named, but but you know the big stars in French rugby. Who are the two guys that the All Blacks would have to be the most wary of and that the public will enjoy watching the most? Um, it's, a, it's a good question. Um yeah, I'm 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 a little bit unsure as about their selection as well. I suppose uh, whoever they pick in their in their nine ten combination, I suppose will have a um, a pretty big influence over the game. Um, so I don't know, whether they go, I'm, yeah, I'm not too sure who they'll go with. Probably uh, Louis Halfback, who played quite well for last year for France. Siren, um, he goes pretty good. He's a young fellow though. So um, yeah, sorry, the second nine escapes me. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, they've got some experience with uh, the Trent Dukes and things like that too, whether they'll go with him. But, um, you know, who knows? But 
I think when you, you look for their, their forward pack, I suppose they'll be pretty uh, pretty simple, pretty direct, and they'll look for Pickamol, their number eight. He'll, he sort of seems to um, be a bit of a momentum player for them. And um, yeah, so look look for those sort of guys, I suppose. Uh, pretty simple answer, but um, yeah, they're a big part of this team. And, and as far as selection, I, I really couldn't tell you where, what they're thinking, but I suppose time will tell. No one knows what Guy Nuvez is thinking, and uh, no one knows whether Bernard Laporte's going to overrule him anyway. Slady, great pleasure to talk to you, mate. Best luck uh, with the rest of the season. Have a great Christmas over there too, buddy, and um, give our regards to all the Kiwi boys floating around, especially Whopper. Keep him away from the coffee Thanks, table. Take Cheers, it easy. Yeah, we'll do, mate. I'll keep him under control. Good Cheers, on you, See you, Slady. Come on, joining us uh, from Poe. Uh, you know, he's right about the selection, I, I think. In recent seasons, it has always been about 9, 10 and 8 for French rugby. Uh, that is the access that they have and they bring to most test matches. So I'm glad he brought up Piccamolo. I hope he's playing. He's a great player. He'll be a great challenge too for Kieran Reid. But, you know, reading Liam Napier in the Herald today, I mean, it just sounds like French rugby is in an absolute state at the moment in terms of who they pick, in terms of Guinovez and the pressure he's under after being swept by the Yarpies this year as well. I mean, they need to do something. And again, we have talked about this over and over on the pod. You know, the egos of the French rugby clubs are doing nothing to further the aims of French national rugby. Well, absolutely. And, and that's the problem when you have a sort of clubs owned privately. You know, they've, they've always going to have had the best interest of their own sort of club. And unfortunately, what that hinders is their national side. Until the French go out and beat the All Blacks this week, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's all fixed, and that's that's the unpredictability. I can't see it happening, but that's the unpredictability the French have. You know, oh, well, that's true. Hey, we're going to get on the line to uh, Wyatt Crockett, who's uh, just sent me an amazing photograph uh, of him and a few of the boys dining out in uh, Paris tonight with the Eiffel Tower in the background. Oh, sure uh, is. You know, just to really rub it in that uh, we're sitting in our concrete bunker in downtown Auckland putting this podcast together. I'm hoping he's going to answer his phone. I'll be very upset with him if he doesn't, but uh, you can always count on Crocky. There he is. Why Crocky joining us live from Paris. Good morning. Good evening to you, Crocky. <laughs> so, yeah, from our concrete bunker in Auckland to your elevator in Paris, I think we've really nailed this podcasting thing, Crocky. Hopefully you can still hear us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still on the line. I'm, still on the line. Oh, well, I'm out of there now. Oh, there you go. That's, That's better. better. It's like having the whole white crocket back together. Good dinner, was it, Crocky? Gee, it looked like a special place you were dining. Oh, mate, it was awesome, yeah. I was uh, Casey Lalala, who's pretty much the mayor of Paris these days, I think. So um, <laughs> he took us to an amazing restaurant, one right of sort of on this wee hills overlooking the um, Eiffel Tower was, uh, was, yeah, it was really nice. Did, did he shout, mate? Did he shout, mm. or did you guys play uh, credit card roulette? <laughs> uh, actually, me and Reno went hard because last year Casey took us out. He took about five or six of us out, and he, he paid for all of us, so we thought we'd get a bloody get a bit of pound back. Gee, that's, uh, it doesn't, that does not surprise me about you, Crocky. That does surprise me that the skip reached into his pocket, though. <laughs> well, I had to sort of, I had to sort of bloody say, mate, look, we've been a cover this, and he sort of begrudgingly pulled his wallet out. Hey, Crocky, how? Sure yeah, it's very much so. Hey, um, last weekend, interesting game of footy, mate. A few of the young guys getting a run. What, what was the mood like in the camp uh, after that game against the Barbars, buddy? Oh, look, I think we're all a little bit, as a team, we're obviously a little bit. Um, I suppose just a little bit frustrated that we didn't probably play as well as we would have liked, but at the same time, awesome for those guys to, to mm. get a crack. And mate, it's it's always a it's always a tough thing that that first game on tour, 
a um, whole bunch of new guys coming together and um, I suppose also playing against a team that have got absolutely nothing to lose just going out there and having a crack. So mm. it, was, it was one of those tough games that um, you kind of you kind of get through and hopefully learn learn a bit from and, and those guys will just grow a huge amount of confidence from, from having a head of, head of crack now. Corey, it's... Um... How's the team sort of bearing up, mate? You know, there's reports back here that a lot of them got mumps. Have you guys cracked down who the carrier is? And, you know, is, it, is that going to affect the way you guys train? I know you guys will be fizzing uh, to get out there, but is it going to affect the, the way you're, you're, the, the plan is going towards, um, you know, training this week? Oh, it's fair to say there's been a lot of handy cream used. Um, <laughs> boys are pretty much lathering, lathering themselves up in the old uh, hand sanitizer and um, Doc's been pretty vigilant. There's been a couple of guys isolated. Um, mm. Yeah, so I think I think Jack Jack Gucci started the I suppose the contamination and it's, um, I suppose he's gotten over it now. He's, he's ready to start. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but it sort of just stuck to those outside backs. So him and Rico sort of um, I don't know. They must have been cuddling or something. Yeah, what backs do, <laughs> those backs do, but. Well, I'm um, sure you're in good hands. Exactly, none of the Fords have got it. Yeah, exactly. Well, most Fords look like they've got mumps anyway, especially when they're packed down a million scrums in their careers. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Crocky, France is always an interesting, um, interesting scenario for you boys. I mean, there's been some great battles over the years. Uh, do you guys have the faintest idea about what this French team is going to bring to you? I, I know it's a, it's a, it's a gross generalisation to saying you never know what French team's going to show up, but, but it seems more so than ever that a lot of the style of French rugby now is a bit of a mystery, more than it ever has been. Yeah, I, I suppose, I suppose I think we've had quite a few injuries and stuff, so we're not actually too sure who's going to be playing. And, um, a lot of guys that are different to the guys we played against this time last year. Um, yeah, look, I, I think the, the French have probably adapted their game a bit and they're playing more, sort of, more similar sort of style to what... Um, we play in the Southern Hemisphere now. That's what we sort of felt like last year when we played against them. Mm. And, um, mate, that, that played really well against us last year and we were expecting them to to really uh, come out and, and play with a lot of passion. You know, you can always expect the, the French to come out and play with their heart on their sleeves and, and throw everything into it. So um, I think we'll, we'll, we'll sort of plan for that and expect that and um, I guess see what happens. But as you say, you know... It, it, it's, it's difficult when there's been quite a few changes in personnel. Corey, do, do you touch on? Uh, I know it's a it's a massive stadium and it's an awesome atmosphere. But do you do you feel all, you know the the youngsters in about um, you know how big the occasion is and when you turn up and especially late at night uh, and sort of the band playing in the in, in the crowd and things like that and how how great it is? Do you sort of touch on that a little bit um, with with the younger players going into this weekend? We haven't yet, Millsy, but um, yeah, like. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S. based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
it's it's certainly certainly something that, that um, I suppose we'll talk on through the week that you know that late kick off. Um, I think it's about eight forty five or something. And yeah, just just the I suppose the, just these massive massive stadiums. I suppose you sort of get used to it when you've been around for a while, but. You do remember back to when you first sort of played in those stages, it can be pretty intimidating and stuff. So, um, no, we'll, we'll have a bit of a chat. And, and um, you know, we, when we visit the crowd, uh, visit the stadium the day before the game, we'll have a bit of a chat about that sort of stuff, I suppose. Croggy, who are you rooming with this weekend? And uh, have you got that enormous snore of yours under control? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the coaches have probably listened to some of the feedback and they've given me my own room. Oh, <laughs> yes! Oh. You know, it's, it's quite a big deal, so uh, I guess I've, I feel like I've sort of cracked it a wee bit. For all the wrong reasons, Crocky, but it's your own room nonetheless. <laughs> I'll take it, mate. Gee, that's good. I'll tell you what, that has done more for All Black Team Harmony than anything else in the last decade of your career, <laughs> of you getting your own room. I've had the pleasure of uh, spending yeah. a night in a room with you, Crocky. Nothing untoward about that, but uh, boy, oh boy, when you kick off, you really kick off. Yeah. Now, I think um, you know, when, when you guys are already fairly jet-lagged and whatnot from the big travel, it's, um, it's probably a wise thing. So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully it pays off. Are you sure you're not the carrier, mate? They're, they're, they're not oscillating you, are they? <laughs> He's, no, no, I'm, he's I'm vaccinated. Healthy. He's vaccinated. Healthy, to go. I've had a week off. I'm fresh. Shit, I'm glad he gets to go. <laughs> I bet you are. Looking forward to seeing you in action, mate. Is, and uh, finally, Crocky, I mean, I know it's been a very long season. So, you know, how much of the of the pressure is on versus uh, how much of uh, the, the, the coach is just giving you guys a little bit more of a chance to recover and, and to freshen up ahead of these matches? Um, yeah, look, I think having that having that extra week is is massive. I think probably as much from a mental perspective, just to have a have a bit of a chance to wind down and and um, just just relax for a few days has been been really good. And then uh, just you just notice that when you turn up to training, it's um, you know it's really exciting again. You're catching up with the boys and um, just got a bit more energy about you. So. I suppose our responsibility now is to, to get out there and um, you know to train well all week and really try and lead a bit of energy and excitement and and then come out and play well. Um, so it, it's um, yeah, there's a bit of pressure on there, but um, I, I think the boys will be be rearing to go by Saturday. Good as you, mate. Hey, Croggy, thanks very much for joining us, buddy. Always appreciate your time on the pod and um, good luck for the weekend, mate. Absolute pleasure, lads. Cheers. Cheers, Have mate. See, mate, White Crockett, All Black Front Rower, veteran, and uh, a man who split the bill with his skip for dinner tonight. I mean, that just shows the quality of the bloke. Oh, great man. Is it, but how, how good is this? Great the man. last two weeks, okay, is this saying something? We've just rung three people just out of nowhere, yep. and, and they're all from cru- the Crusader land. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, that's part of the contract. You Once you're a Crusader, you for life have to answer your phone when we call. Like, we probably should have asked it's him. In the, it's in the fine print. Is it? Yeah. Well, okay, because okay, I was going to ask him to apologise to Why? Joe Locke for us because we didn't really go down the right channels. No, we didn't. No, we back-channeled that in a major way. But he might get into trouble this week, but... Look, if, if he's Joe's not, listening, I oh know. Sorry, Joe. We'll do it. We'll do it proper next time, yeah, mate. We, we just, tried. We, you just weren't answering. You're out yeah. for a dinner, mate. Yeah. The fact is, I mean, Joe never answers my calls, but Crocky does. So how good is that, though? 
Good, good man. Good Look, man. I'll tell you what, the, the photo of him sitting having dinner that, that I got sent today. Go I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know why they sent it to me. As if, what, what are they trying to say? Are they trying to make me jealous or something? I don't know. Man, look at that. Jeez, what a spot. Oh, that, oh mate, Just, that is Can awesome. you paint a picture for the listeners, Millsy, about what we're looking at there? Mate, I mean, a gla- a they're, they're at a table. There's four of them. There's mm. a glass window mm. and the Eiffel Obviously. Tower. The Eiffel Tower is literally basically there. It's right there, they, right? They never had that in my day, mate. You never went there. You went to Macca's. No, I didn't go, hey, no. You went to Macca's. No, I didn't. No, I didn't, <laughs> mate. Hey, we need to talk seriously uh, before we... Uh, I know, it's great to hear from Slady, and uh, he is going great for Poe as well, and, and Crocky, obviously. And uh, That aside, the, the Barbarians game last weekend threw up a couple of interesting things for me. Mm. I, I know that team has nothing to lose, but after the game, Steve Hansen said, it almost seemed to bemoan the fact that, of, that it was a festival game. I mean, I'd put to you that, yeah, no shit. Yeah. For 125 years, it's been a festival <laughs> game. I mean, what did what else would you have expected from that game? And and I, I thought the pot shot at Nigel Arns was um, totally totally outrageous. I mean, Nigel understands that you're there to entertain a crowd. The All Blacks were playing a team to get experience, and and they all knew the players in that uh, Barbarian side. How much of that was was Steve trying to take a little bit of pressure off the result and and the fact that the All Blacks didn't really click, and they didn't really click. No. Um, and how much of that was just Steve being Steve? I, I couldn't figure it out. Oh, I'm not too sure. I, I can see where he's coming from. And I think uh, a lot of the younger players did get caught up in that sort of festival um, type of play. And, and one thing that does stick out is when Fafita broke through, you know, he got put into a nice little hole. Yep. All he really needed to do was draw and pass. And yep. um, I think Lomape would have been in. Yep. But because of the whole occasion and because it was a festival game, he chose not to, stopped, came back round. And those little things sort of hinder you. Yeah, it sort of keeps uh, it's sort of like the Barbarians in the game. All yep. of a sudden, the Barbarians are like, oh, yep, well, let's keep playing to this festival. It's like going down to a, to a, to a, to a park and, and playing a bit of touch. When you know you're the better player, but you almost seem to get into that festival type of thing. I didn't hear what Steve said about um, Nigel Owens, but you're right. It is... Um, I'm going to point out, I mean, he was quite right. I mean, Nigel Owens, I think, let a lot of things go, mm. especially on the choke tackle. I mean, he called tackle, not more, on pretty much every player of the game. I think with a view to making sure the game flowed. Now, yeah. that might not pay into the All Blacks' hands, who are trained, obviously, to make the choke tackle, to turn over ball through the mall. You know, and calls like that that don't don't go your way as a team who's trying to build into a series of internationals. I know that can be frustrating for a coach. So yeah. I have sympathy for, for Steve Hansen in that respect and for the All Blacks side. But still, I mean, that's what that game is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It, it, it absolutely is. But the last, I mean, I, I think what he can take away from it is they won, okay? Let's totally. put that aside. They've got some young blood out there. Um, you know, regardless of whether they got caught up in the whole festivities and things like that, they came away with the win. Now they can build on playing some test match football. But it probably showed a little bit of frustration. He probably was a little bit frustrated at some of the players without pointing them out, um, and particularly in the first half, yep. um, some of the decision-making. Um, and also, there's probably a little bit of, well... You know, the guys on the other side, the coaching staff, and also some of the players who might be a little bit, you know, happier than, you know, they got that close. Well, and that's right. But, I mean, how much of that is about Robbie Deans and Scott Robertson being able to unpick a lot of the all-black defensive system, being able to unpick a lot of the all-blacks offensive system, and to put plays together in the space of a week yeah. with a pickup team and to do that much damage on an all-black side? One of the things the All Blacks have leaked a lot of points this year. Let's mm. not forget that. They yeah. have. Their their points concession this year, I think, has been higher than in any year in the last five seasons. Yeah, and no, that's probably a little bit concerning as well. I mean, um, you know, they've always sort of backed their defence. Um, now they've lost. They've also lost, you know, Wayne Smith. I think Scott McLeod's defensive coach now. So um, when you leak points like that, and, and particularly from, you know, um, 
long range. It wasn't yep. sort of it wasn't sort of constructed uh, sort of uh, stuff. So it was sort of how to scouter, um, and particularly that that's one of our strengths is being able to defend defend like that because they do train like they have played mm-hmm. a lot of offside touch, mm-hmm. play a lot of um, you know t- um, touch and Fiji touch and things like that. But they also defend so that they can actually that other teams don't break through. So I guess in some ways. It probably showed a little bit of frustration. The boy, the, um, well, Steve showed a little bit of frustration without naming guys um, that he was disappointed in the way they sort of, um, you know, went about the, the game, particularly in the first half. We, we said last week that this was tantamount to an all black trial. Mm. And then there are some guys in that barbarian side who are knocking on the door who by no means uh, did anything to hinder their chances of future all black selection. I thought Richie Moonga was great. Uh, I thought Buckman was solid yep. as ever. Yep. Uh, I thought Luke Whitelock still going uh, in the 80th minute of the game. And we saw that with the offload to George Bridge for that final try, which came from a place kick, a Will, a Will Greenwood special. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, Stephen Lewitu, I know, has left New Zealand rugby and, and so has Andy Ellis. He's, uh, he's gone past his international use by. But, you know, th- their impact on the game was sensational. Oh. And, and I think as an All Black, you know, looking at the wider picture, forget the result of that game, forget the fact you leaked some tries, to get to see those guys... Yeah. In that environment, playing that style of footy against the All Blacks, I think that's got to be only positive for New Zealand rugby. Oh, absolutely. I mean, how proud is it as, as a Kiwi to be able to look and see uh, the All Blacks playing against, well, 13 other Kiwis on the other side and then sort of the brand of rugby that both teams played. And I, I suppose you've got to credit, um, you know, the Barbarians because they showed a lot of you know, flair and finesse and things totally. like that. And when you talk about guys that are knocking on an All Black door, I mean, look at... Richie Moanga, you said it. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, he mm. got a little bit of a taste. He didn't oh, quite, yeah. you know, get in there. He came back and look taste what he did in the in the final. And now, I mean, I think he's in there. He's in the um. Don Bird, I think Richie Moanga, a few of them have travelled to France with the squad. So yeah, I mean, so, they're his backup. So I mean, it's worked out well. Hasn't I mean, it? George Bridge, man, he's had a fantastic season. And the yes, way he what? played in the in, in the weekend, and particularly that that uh, last try, and actually he had a, a very good very good game. And so, mm. I think. You know, when you when you talk about Steve's frustration, he's also got to be in the back of his mind happy that there's a lot of guys that are coming through well, in there. That's so. what I mean. I mean, how much of that is subterfuge in the post wash up, right? You know, yeah. he's probably sitting there quite happy with what's be. gone on. Oh, absolutely, you would be right. Safuel Moore got a cap. Matt Duffy got a cap. You know, you've got guys into the game. You've got guys on the other side who could be in the game. Yeah. Look, I, I don't think this could have worked out better. Furthermore. That kind of style of game, and a few of your senior pros sitting in the stands watching that unfold, <laughs> that does nothing but add to the adrenaline ahead of this weekend and the fact that they now know when the first string is front up against France that they have something to prove. Oh, absolutely. And, and I just, you know, I think when you stand back a little bit from the result from that game that weekend, you think this is all just this great planning. Oh, absolutely. Real good. Well, you, well, you heard Crocky. Uh, Man, he's rearing to go. He's yep. had a, a week off. I think they travelled late. Um, Sam Whitelock was the same. Mm. So they look at that game now. There's a th- few things there that they might see that, that that in their position could could have done better. So they're going to sit there and go, okay, I'm going to show you young bucks how it's done, but I'm going to prove that I'm number one. And so it just yep. creates that awesome like competition that you want. Well, I think Rotella comes back. Whitelock comes back this weekend. We know that's a definite. I think Romano earns his place on the bench. Yep. I thought he was the best ball-carrying forward for the All Blacks in that game against the Barbars by a country mile. Well, I he, he was outstanding. He, every time he's played for the All Blacks this year, he just has just carried hard. I mean, mm. you think back at the game in New Plymouth when he, when he, when he started and also in Argentina. Oh, he, he went was ballistic massive. in Argentina. Yeah, and so he has not let himself down in that department. So yep. I tend to agree with you there. I think he gets the, the nod uh, you know, on the bench. It, 
bench. It just depends on sort of what the makeup is, whether, whether they want another Lucy in, in terms of white lock and, um, you know, or, or uh, do they have Fafita there? They can That's play right. both. Two Pilotu's on the tour as well. The other thing about it is the midfield. I, um, you know, let's be honest, I, pretty tough combination. Yanni hadn't played test match footy or the equivalent for a very long time. Antonina Brown's still young in the track. I, I think they go back to Sonny and Crotty, don't they, for this test match? Yeah, absolutely. I think they do. I think... Um, you know, with with a lot of it, well, you, you put Crotty, uh, Crotty in there straight away, don't you? Mm. Um, and and Sunny Bill's been been awesome this year, so you, you would have to go back there. Those the two youngsters made a few errors on defence that I thought, um, you know, I think um, Anton Leonard Brown has had a long season. He's had a yep. little bit of a rest, and then you come back, and he's a little bit rusty. Like Marpe's, you know, that try that he scored when he sort of rampaged over uh, Moanga. That's probably Moanga's only sort of, um, you know. Downside of the game, stop but amazing, who's going to stop that? No, you know? and so that's right. I mean, but isn't that healthy? You know, you got these two guys coming through. There's still other guys that are that are playing for the Maldives as well that are playing extremely well. So in terms of where New Zealand rugby is at, mate, you could feel two or three three teams up. You know, at the careful. moment, could you? Careful, could you? Careful. That always comes back to bite you when the French beat uh, us by two points. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the other thing I would like to add too to that, Sumo, is that how good is it to have that sort of style of rugby being played? You know, over there in front of a pack Twickenham for them Man, to I see totally what it actually is like. Well, I totally agree. You know? I mean, Adria, I think it's strategically it was a great move. I think the game itself was sensational. Here's a question for you. Finish the pod today. Who are you cheering for? Barbars or the All Blacks? Oh, man. All who Blacks, are you mate. Who are you cheering for? The All Blacks. Be honest. I didn't actually watch it, to be totally honest. Be honest, though. Who would you have liked to have won that game? I'm being honest, mate. You're watching the replay. I know you watched the replay. Who are you cheering for? Because I know you turned off your phone so you could watch the replay. But, well, I who, are you cheer- I, I, who are you cheering for? I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. I am never going to not back the All Blacks. Bullshit. All right, that'll do for the Rugby Pass <laughs> podcast today. Thank you, Melzi. <laughs> I believe you. Ever. I, ever. I believe you. Don't forget you can catch all the November internationals on rugbypass.com. Would have been good to see them win, though, wouldn't it? They played well. Yeah, well, considering there's a lot of Kiwis in there, yeah, that'd be, probably be the only side I'd, um, I'd accept a, a loss to. <laughs> I'd turn you eventually. We'll see you next week on the pod. Thanks for joining us. Really, it's mate. been the short ball today.